0: Is this is Hi, folks. Good evening. Thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, I'm uh, just back in from the slippery, icy, wintry mix that we have outside, and be careful when you're out there. I think it's gonna it's supposed to keep up. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's winter. That's what we're gonna have, and um, I'm gonna start by going back to the conversation the hot seat conversation i had with melissa pasilio last night and i want to thank her for for tuning in not for tuning in for being here and sharing it was a difficult it was a difficult conversation i mean we both shared some information you know off the air that uh, heightened the nature for us of you know what we were sharing and since then uh, i've been doing a bit of research and i did mention that uh, the uh unusual and bizarre and tragic death of recent deaths of elders of young men in the area, has just been shocking, just shocking. And I mentioned a case that was very close to my heart. Uh, and I looked back, and it was uh, 2008. And I'm, I'm not even going to say the family name because I don't want to bring up any more sorrow and, and tragedy. But the fact that this incident that I'm referring to in 08 occurred on January 4th 2008 by a young man who was the grandson of the slain and I look at the Bumbalo case that was January 9th of 2015 where he slew 3 elderly family members. I think it was his uncle, his aunt, and a, a sister or something like that. And then on January the 8th, this year, Nathan Obian killed his grandmother and the the landlady downstairs. And the most recent assault and sadly uh Perhaps the death of the woman I'm sure was hanging on by a thread, I believe her name is Freddie McKinney, was January 21st. Uh, do you see the pattern here? These are all young men who have taken a violent and deadly turn in January. I, I, I don't know of any other cases where this has happened locally. But um, the first thing that comes to mind to me uh, on top of and including mental illness is the lack of sunlight. When you, these are the darkest days, literally, that we have to live through. Or we, actually, the, the darkest days are the latter part of, of December, from December 21st and I believe it 24th, the 25th Christmas, is when the, the days begin to begin to lengthen again but i'm i'm sure somebody else has noticed this some mental health practitioners uh, you know and 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 i would i would dare say that a severe divit- vitamin d deficiency would probably be involved in all of these cases i don't know i don't know if this, if blood draws or, you know, tests even looked at that. But just the fact that they're, they're all in January, they're all young men, and it's, yeah, and it, and it's so tragic and, and so um, deadly. So um, I, I just wanted to kind of point that out to people. And, and if just adding vitamin D, and you know I'm a big proponent of supplementing, to the diet uh, could have mitigated some of this i don't know i have no idea i'm just pointing it out i you know i don't have the resources that you know the uh mental health practitioners or just health practitioners have but this is an observation that uh, i don't think can be ignored and i i hope someone who's listening would take it up and uh take a look but again um I wanted to thank Melissa. It was it was a difficult conversation talking about bullying and suicide and you know, uh, turn aside and these kind in 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 you know in our culture and the lack of the lack of natural resource that our young people have today or are drawn to today. Uh, uh, I, I don't have a, a guest today. I Actually, I was going to have a guest who had to uh, cancel at the last minute. But in any case, uh, these topics of looking at the culture that we have today, the lack of connectivity that we have with each other, and the focus on video games and handheld technologies that remove people from interaction even intimacy I, I heard a story today about a, a young man who was so caught up in his in his video gaming uh, it, that his family life I mean he's a family man and he has fallen he lost himself lost himself in. The, in in his video games, and I did mention yesterday how video games and and just you know obsessions with technology and addictions to technology have become a real problem, and that some people really need to be removed, go to camps, go to counseling and therapy to be able to break the connection to reduce i mean it's never going to go away but we have to do a better job of dealing with it and and looking at whose hands we're putting it into and how long it stays in those hands the the i don't know how many of you took a look at that video the youtube video i guess it's a youtube video that i mentioned with a baby little baby totally flips out uh, when the iphone is taken from his hands and then totally recovers when the iphone is put back and then flips out again i mean we're talking spaz spasm kind of tantrum that is uh, really it's troubling to see so even if gardening isn't your thing or jump rope isn't your thing, or baseball or basketball or soccer or whatever isn't your thing, we need to be more aware and and, and I think even more demanding of what we have our children directed to do we need to get they need to be outside more they need to interact more they need to put those devices down you know the no device sunday meal whatever we need to look at the seriousness of of mental illness and 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 actually the 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 scope of it you know now you have you know how you have uh, in the autism Spectrum. You have, you know, you start at one grade and you, end, you know, it rises up to, I think we, we definitely have that when it comes to obsessive, compulsive, addictive behaviors. And to train someone, it, it, which is basically what you're doing, when you let the TV or the iPhone or the pad be the babysitter, you're asking for trouble. You're, you're creating trouble. You're not asking for it. You're going to have it. You're going to have a problem if you allow your children to be so totally absorbed in in their, in, in the use of, of this technology in this way. You know, um, I have a, a friend, a, a young friend who's an inventor. Uh, his name is Kenji Yoshino, and he recently presented his, one of his inventions to the science director at the, uh, Charter school. What Kenji invented is the smartphone microscope, where he has uh, designed. Uh, I have a, an early prototype. Uh, he has designed a, a, a device where you where you can put the iPhone, the the uh, the camera, the lens of the iPhone onto another lens on a platform. And be able to use it as a, as a microscope. you can use you can, you can view opaque objects, objects you cannot see through. You can do slides, you can do pieces of segments. And, and, and what the, 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 the great part of this is that this is something that young people can do with an iPhone other than just texting or, you know, uh, sending photographs uh, and maybe not so nice photographs, or um, you know, emailing, you know, and and uh, different, you know, all of the different applications. This is something scientific that they can do with it, where they can explore their world. And uh, I would hope that we can come up with more of these sorts of methods to expand children's world so they don't become so focused, so internalized, so uh, drilled down into themselves and and at the expense of the outside world so y- you can you can google the uh, iPhone smartphone microscope and see what my buddy Kenji has done, and I wish him the best and it, it looks like the uh, charter school has was uh, totally. Impressed with it, and he's been asked to come back and do some demonstrations so i'm just uh I just wanted to start off with uh picking up from where we were yesterday and if anyone would like to call in you, you can call in to the studio line it's three one five five zero seven three one three five I'm going to have a shortened uh, um, show today i'm I am going to be singing my St. Marian's Schoolyard song at church at St. Joe's in about an hour or so, so I'll have to duck out of here a little early, and um, but I think what we're going to do is um, we're going to break for a commercial, and I'll be right back. Start the new year off
1: right with better credit let another day go by dealing with harassing phone calls, high interest rates, and getting declined for credit. Take the only step you need to repair your credit by contacting 123 Credit Restoration and letting us do the work for you. We can remove bankruptcies, judgments, tax liens, charged off credit cards, utility collections, medical bills, and inquiries. Actual clients have increased their credit score by 170 points in just one week. And we can stop many creditors from legally collecting the debt you owe the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. There are no upfront costs, and it's only $20 per item after the item is removed from your credit report. Schedule a free consultation online at 123credit.us or call 315-734-5310. Typical credit increase is very dependent on your credit. and dads. There may be a silent predator in your home that is invisible, dangerous, and can settle on everything in your home. It's lead. Many think that a child has to eat paint chips to become affected. But 70% of all lead poisoning cases come from the lead paint dust that settles on floors, toys, pacifiers, even cribs and pillows. If your home was built before 1978, there is a great chance that your child is at risk. Lead poisoning is the perfect predator. It will affect your child's behavior, intelligence, learning ability, and entire future. account, County's Childhood Lead Poisoning Primary Prevention Program of Cornell Cooperative Extension understands the need to eliminate lead poisoning. If you live in Utica, you may be eligible for a free home evaluation. To schedule an appointment today, please call Cornell Cooperative Extension at 315-736-3394. That's 315-736-3394. Bank of Utica, in a league all our own. Strength and stability since 1927. Lock in these top annual percentage yields with the Bank of Utica Certificate of Deposit. Minimum balance to obtain APY is $500. Four for five and three for three. That's 4% for five years and 3% for three years. Four for five and three for three. Plan for your future today. Bank with Utica.
2: Member FDIC. there's one thing we can all use, it's a little extra cash. Bank of Utica offers a convenient
1: line of credit that is attached to your checking account, so funds are available when you need them. Write a check or use your QuickDraw Visa debit card without fear of overdraft fees and high interest rates. You can pay back the balance all at once or through low-wanted payments. Visit bankofutica.com or call 797 2700 Bank of Utica.
0: Bank of Utica can be gone. This
2: area is only 27,000 square foot facility with two floors and an indoor track. And by popular demand, our new year, new you, 199 paid in full one-year membership is in effect until January 31st. And if you take advantage, you'll never pay more than 199 per year. That's right, 199 per year for life. Our group classes your interest? Well, choose from our selection of 22 classes that are held on our hardwood floor mirror room. And next to that room is our functional fitness room with turf, TRX, and every piece of functional equipment known to man. We offer free We offer free daycare protein shake bar, men's and women's saunas, massage on staff, all brand new weights, weight machines, and cardio. We even invested in rogue steel calibrated weights up to 1,000 pounds and three Texas power bars to appeal to the great powerlifting athletes. Other great things about the Fitness Mill is our top of the line instructors, trainers, and staff. We are all focused on supporting this great community and supporting charities that are close to our hearts. The Fitness Mill appeals to all ages. New
0: year, new you, paid
2: in full $199 for life. The Fitness Mill. Live it.
0: to jamaica if you order the large meal you get a dollar off and a free can of soda and i have to tell you we ordered that this afternoon and split it two ways and there was leftover food there so it's a great deal so coming to jamaica is located at 1224 Ben street you can call 315-724-2439 to place your order and once you get there don't forget to tell them that the heat sent you so We're back. And I just want to, I have like 20 minutes left, and I'm going to talk a little bit about why I'm leaving early today. And that's because this is St. Mary Ann Cope's birthday. Um, She was a January birthday baby. And I'm sure that uh, Lady T is uh, in approval. She was raving about the, the January babies. And tell you a little bit about her life. She grew up here in Utica when it was in its heyday, when the mill towns were happening. And uh, during that time, her well, her parents were German immigrants. I think she came when she was before, just before she was two years old. And uh, they worked in the mills. And she had brothers and sisters. They all worked in the mills. And her father got sick, and she stepped out of her work a day world and dedicated herself to taking care of her father until he passed away. Which is I believe where she got her foundation in nursing. She was she nursed her father and took care of her father until his death. Uh, and that's really a very tender work and, and I and I I'm gonna jump out of that and jump into this to say this about this woman that is fighting for her life, and and I want to send up some prayers to Freddie McKinney um, because she is remembered as a very uh, warm and tender and caring woman who actually cared for Lady T's father when he was on his uh, way to transitioning out of this out of this world, and and so I just like to. Give a, a moment to say a prayer for Freddie McKinney, who suffered at the hand of her grandson. This moment of silence. Back to uh, Saint Mary She was Mary Anne Coop then, and uh, after her father died, she immediately. Went into the convent. I believe she was 18 when she did. She joined the convent and was recognized as a, a, a very devout and uh, capable woman. She was a principal at a high school in the North Country. I'm, I'm not certain what, I want to say St. Andrew's, I'm not really certain exactly what high school it was. But, um, when she came back to Utica, one of the things she did was to start St. Elizabeth Hospital, which is the, the original location is actually right next door to St. Joe, St. Pat's on Columbia Street. Actually, St. Joe's, St. Pat's is, goes from Columbia to Lafayette with uh, Varick Street being the, the front side. And that big brick building there is the uh, former uh, K through 6, I believe, uh, school. I I went to school there. And uh, it's where the uh, Mother Mary Ann Soup Kitchen is now. And in her memory of service to the sick and the poor, the church uh, serves thousands and thousands of meals there every year. I believe it's like 8,000 meals. But in any case, so she started St. Elizabeth Hospital and uh, went to Syracuse, where she ended up being the Mother Superior there, and started St. Joseph's Hospital in Syracuse. And hospitals in those days were not like hospitals today. Uh, For one thing, they were generally hospitals were very discriminatory. If you were a person of color, or you were a drunk, or you were whatever, you weren't getting in. But uh, you know, they were not going to care for you. And and to that note, the Catholics have always opened their doors for the uh, welcoming of all people didn't matter what your faith was or what your your uh, color of your skin or whatever your sin was if the sin of alcoholism whatever that's what they I guess they called it that um but anyway one of the things that she did uh, because they didn't have doctors that that was the big difference they didn't have doctors they, you would go there and and if you had a doctor maybe your doctor would come and look in on you but there were not hospitalists and surgeons and so on Um, And we're talking in the days of the, uh, well, you know, the 1860s through 70s and 80s, I think. And, you know, we're talking Civil War period where they hadn't figured out how to, you know, to to wash your hands before you went from one person to the next. But what Mary Ann Coop did, Mother Mary Ann did, was she went down the road to, Geneva, where there was a medical college, and encouraged the doctors to come and look in on her patients in exchange for the 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 training that they would they get the the you know information that they would you know learn from seeing disease process and healing and and so on. And that's how St. Joseph's got to be a teaching hospital that it is today. Now what happened during that similar period was that there was a a call that went out from the Hawaiian Islands. They were called the Sandwich Islands then. uh, By, um, I think he was a, a, a bishop that went around because Father Damien was on the Hawaiian Islands caring for... The, the lepers, and uh, he was actually, he, he was the first to go and to give comfort and, and uh, aid to these people, because from the biblical times, you know, you know lepers were the, the, the scourge of humanity, you know, cast out, kicked out, rejected, scorned, but um, anyway, this particular cleric went about to Church after church after church, requesting help uh, because these people were dying by droves. The Hawaiians, the Polynesians, had no no uh, um, ability to um, to resist this disease. It, it was, and I believe, it was brought by the Chinese when 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 uh, at, at some point. But in any case, Mother Mary Anne, Sister Mary Anne, at that time, I guess she was Mother Mary Anne. Um, said that she had feared no disease and it would be her greatest joy to tend to the sick poor and uh, she got on a stagecoach with six other nuns and got as far as Buffalo when they realized that they had left something vital somebody's bag or something like that had to come all the way back get it and go back again all the way to the west coast to California I can't imagine that trip back then, but, um, well, you know, I guess you can use your imagination by watching some old versions of uh, the Lone Ranger or something like that, my stagecoach. But what happened was, um, they got there, they got on a tanker, a, a, some sort of a steamship, and made the long journey across the waters to Hawaii. And she was, um, sick the entire way but got there and found deplorable conditions filthy and and uh, barbaric the way they were treated so the first thing she did was to separate the men from the women and the children and demand that there be that separation and separate housing and facilities and the uh, powers that be, the men that were in charge, the health department and the governor and the mayor, uh, started giving her a hard time about her demands. That these people weren't worth it, and she let them know that if she didn't have it her way, that there would that they would get back on the. Almost said the bus. Get back on the boat and go back to the mainland and of course these guys caved and let her have her way and she did make her way to uh, Malakai which is the with the leper uh, island where father Damien was and dying he had contracted leprosy she took care of him until he died and uh, took over that colony and taught them how to make clothes, because she had worked in the mills, taught them how to take care of themselves because she had worked as a nurse. She planted gardens. She taught them games and the the sisters read to them and brought them civilization and brought them culture where there had been only scorn, poverty, and disgrace. and. Yes, there, there were those who died, and they died in loving arms and uh, were, were taken care of. And I want to say that none of Mother Mary Ann's sisters, that she want, none of the nuns ever contracted leprosy, and none of them ever... Uh, well, they didn't die because of that, but I know that that Mother Mary never left. I don't know about the uh, end of life for the the other Sister Bernadine, and you know there was there were um, other you know nuns there. But one of the things that she did was have them separate. They they had separate living quarters, and in their living quarters. They had a separate location for all of their clothing. They wore separate clothing and washed themselves before they went into their own their own quarters. They left their you know like a mud room or something. they had their 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 um, habits there and they put on different habits when they went into the went into their their own living quarters and they you know, had their, made their own food. They did not eat with, they did not share a uh, bowl or pipe, which is what uh, Father Damien did. He, you know, ate with them and, you know, whatever they were smoking, he was sharing it with them, and he contracted the disease. But um, tonight I'm going to sing my song, and... It's the song Honoring Her because it was real. you know, when I went back to that church, uh, and I say back because that was my original home church when we first, when our family first came to Utica in 1954. And uh, I left after the second grade after kind of a, um unfortunate encounter with a nun. I'll well, we'll have to go into that. But in any case, um yeah, when St. Francis de Sales closed, which was uh, the church that uh, I used to go to when I came back from New York City, Steve and I started, my husband and I started, that. we took that as our parish. But um, this one, I, I was going into this church and it just kept speaking to me, something that was in my head. It just makes me smile to think that she was here. It makes me smile to think that she once walked this way. And it just kept in my head. And um, anyway, that's the, f- the, first, the first lines of the song. And um, it, it makes me smile to think that you once walked this way. I'm humbled because I know t'was in this church you prayed. So anyway, it goes, it goes on from there. And it's basically just a little folk song. But it's a, it's a nice little melody. And the, the words have a lot of meaning. And they track her life. Uh, to you know the island and and what she did and what she provided and also that here we are here we are in the same place where this saint walked and our people were her people and the the, the songs the the bird songs that we hear in the morning and the river that flows through here are all the same and that we. Should take note that there are those who are holy among us. There that have have done wonderful things and and impressive things and holy things and that are you know you say holier than thou. Yeah, there are some people that are holier than thou. You know, you read you read some of the lives of th- these people, these saints, and you know that they were something special. And even though you know the uh there's the tendency to say that you know we're all you know the same in the eyes of, under the eyes of god well yeah there are some but you know hey um how about martin luther king i think i think he ought to be declared a saint he he did something phenomenal and beyond the the normal abilities of of men he galvanized a nation he got the attention of a nation and 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 strove for justice where there was none and you know i was talking don and i were don lacaire and i were talking about that the other day that you really can't imagine what it was like to be a black person back in the 50s and the 60s you can't imagine what it was like to be a poor, dying leper back in the 18, you know, 90s, and and to have someone to be so giving of themselves and to have that vision and that um, to to care that much to love that that's the word to love that much is remarkable. So I'm going to be uh, packing up here real soon, and Big B is going to be on the. After work, heat flow a little bit early. No, No. he's not. He's going to play some old school tunes. Okay, and then um, I will see you, I believe, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, because it's the 23rd's for birthday. And I will uh, be with you tomorrow night, and thanks for tuning in. Good night.